With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What she means is he was mostly a jerk. But every once in a while, he could be a dick. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all Uh these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What is up, everybody? Uh, today is Tuesday, December the 5th, 2016. We are a scant few weeks away from Christmas. Don't give a fuck about Jesus. Well, love me some Christmas. That's very exciting. Christmas is the best. Christmas is the best. Uh, this is episode number 363 of the com podcast and a bit of a backdoor pilot to a new show we will debut next year. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we're going to Mr. Uh, Kelly Harris. Japanese Abras are a real problem in Wonder Trade. <laughs> and dumb Michael Dugan. I dropped my phone in lasagna and sriracha, and now it smells weird. Well, you're having a bit of a culinary tour of the world over there. Are those yep. together? Yeah, oh, oh they yeah. they separate? They were together. I put sriracha on almost everything. Oh. Including, huh. I tried it with M&M's once. Jose... I told I said it tastes good with anything, and Jose asked, it, "What about chocolate?" And so for science, I put it over a bunch of M and M's. It's not bad. Mighty wide of you, sir. Roger, <laughs> <laughs> good on everything. <laughs> I like it. Well played. Well played. Uh, let's see what the fuck is going on in the world. So okay, so uh, before we get into all the news and things, there's shit to talk about this week uh, relevant to. Uh, hashtag likes Japan shit. Lots of stuff to talk about, actually. Um, just a little catch up. What's going on in the world in our in our lives? Um, we bit the bullet and we got our kid a cell phone this week. Ooh. So, yeah, kind of a, kind of a big deal. You know, that's the world we live in right now. It's the times are changing. It's fucking time. You know, like it's you know it is what it is. Uh, my wife had a very hard time wrapping her head around it, but you know. That's where we are, man. Like, if he's, you know, the the kid's getting older, more independent, you know, wants to, you know, if I'm running to the dump, she wants to hang out of the house for ten minutes alone, well, she needs to have a fucking phone, man. You know what I mean? It's one of those kind of things, you know. She's sleepovering and shit like that, and it's fine. So we got the little, uh, the little bullshit iPhone. What are they called? The SE or whatever. Uh, 
something like that. I think that's what it is. I don't know. One of those things. And switched over to T-Mobile and all that shit, so now I have unlimited data, so I won't get those asshole text messages telling me I'm about to go for my limit. I ain't got a limit now, bitches! But <laughs> the best thing about that is I'm able to use the cell phone for, like, anything. <laughs> because, you know, you do the thing you're supposed to do when you're doing a fucking, uh, uh, you're, having the, you're having the talk, like, about, oh, the cell phone's a... It, it's hard with a straight face to tell a small child that, you know, having a cell phone is a dick, big responsibility when you just know the internet is lousy with dick pics. That there is yeah. no responsibility to having a cell phone, but you got to tell them that it is anyway. Because, you know, to, to a degree that it is, but she's... Had to have some talks about texting etiquette because she was blowing up the six people in her phone, just like you know, her aunts and uncles and grandparents and shit, blowing them up pretty incessantly over the weekend. So had to have a talk <laughs> about that. Well, my favorite part of it though was Saturday when I go traipsing into her room and I said, "Hey man, I need to put your laundry away." She says, "Okay." I drop a basket of completely unfolded laundry in her bedroom floor. Now, up until this point, she'd get a basket full of folded laundry that she would then hang up and put away, but I just dropped the fucking basket of laundry on the floor. And she was FaceTiming Nicole's sister at the time. And she kind of stopped and looked up at me and kind of cocked her head to the side like a fucking confused puppy. And I said, yeah, fucking fold your laundry and hang it up. And she goes, but it's not folded. And I said, huh. So you mean to tell me that you can be trusted with a device that fits in the palm of your hand that holds literally the whole sum of all human knowledge? But you can't be trusted to fold your own fucking laundry? And she goes, I guess I should fold that laundry. I go, yeah, she fold that fucking laundry. <laughs> and I pimped out of the room, and I thought her, her, thought her aunt was going to pee her pants. <laughs> that is how you parent. <laughs> yeah. She had nothing for me in that exchange. It was incredible. There's nothing more rewarding than getting the fucking drop on a child. <laughs> Got him. Like, say something now, motherfuckers. Uh... Uh, we also watched uh, Krampus over the weekend. I had not seen it since we saw it in a theater. Um, damn, it's good, you guys. I, I, I need to watch that. Because, like, yeah. at first, that was one of those movies where you're thinking, it, it can't be good. Like, there's no way it's going to be any good, right? I mean, it's uh, Michael Doherty, man. He's the guy that did Trick or Treat back in the day, which was one of my favorite horror movies ever. And it... Uh, it's uh, the, the great thing about Krampus is that, you know, it looks good, has really cool effects, it's shot well, it's funny, you know, it's scary, all that stuff. But ultimately at its core, what it is more than anything else is a really effective Christmas movie. Like it is all those things and it stacks up to be like, you know, a perennial Christmas favorite. Like it's fucking solid. Fucking solid. I would I would highly recommend checking it out, especially this time of year. Why the hell not? There's no reason not to. But yeah, other than that, I don't have a. Is whole... that uh, streaming anywhere? I'm sure you can get it on Amazon for a couple bucks. I'm sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, I bought the Blu-ray on Amazon for like five dollars last week. I was like, I wonder nice. what Krampus is going. Oh shit! Yeah, click. I will see you in two days, Krampus. Because we live in the goddamn future. <laughs> What's up with you, John Michael? Uh, just been working and internshipping and spending money like I actually make a decent living. <laughs> that I, is fucking true. 
yeah, there's too much stuff I want, and I have very little impulse control, and when I get stressed out, I either eat or shop. And since I'm trying not to eat as much, I'm very much shopping. So I actually, tonight I watched the uh, mid-season finale of Flash. It got over at 9. I knew we were starting the show at roughly 10. That left me a whole hour to go out shopping, because, you know, why not? And... (laughs) I live, like, when I walk out of my apartment building and I look to the right, I see the back of a Toys R Us. So, like, nice. that's how close I live to, oh. to stores. Mm. I live, like, less than two minutes from a Target, right behind, basically, a Toys R Us, and right across from a Barnes & Noble. You know, it's not, it, it's great, but it's awful. That's like an and, alcoholic living two doors down from a bar. Yep. <laughs> I, I exactly what the fuck that is. It really is because I went out and I've been getting the um, Power Rangers legacy figures, um, you know, the big six inch uh, new f- figure line. Oh, yeah. They're so nice. Yeah. And I've got, you know, I have all of Wave 1, which is the three core Ninja Storm Rangers and then Mighty Morphin Red and Green. And then Wave 2 came out recently, like. I mean, it hit st- started hitting store shelves like a month and a half ago, but... Yeah, I found a Mighty Morphin Blue the other day. Yeah, the stores yeah. around Listener me suck. The show, uh, John, this past weekend, picked me up a blue-green... Or, sorry, blue-black and pink. So that's now the new wave, yep. That's released. Nice. Let me tell you something. The Megazord looks awesome when you start to put it together. That's the thing. I, I, I snatched the blue one up, you know, because... Uh, uh, my uh, wife told me we were out the other day. She's like, hey, look, here you go. Just all cards on the table. Like, no one can find these things for Christmas. So if you find them, you have my permission to buy them. I'm like, fucking done, son. So <laughs> the first one I saw, I bought. I got the blue one. And, like, I got it home, and I'm checking it out. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. I forgot about the Megazord part. Like, like that's oh. fucking neat. That's exciting. I have all... Well, I got... On Black Friday, I was out, and I found Mighty Morphin Pink blue and uh blue and then in space yellow and then like three days later four days later i found uh space red they're all so solid man those are good looking toys they really are and i've been looking for a a black uh ranger and there was one there's was one at the target near me and this is the problem. This is the inner struggle that I have. This, like, I have a lot else going on that I should be worrying about, but this <laughs> is what I actually care about. And it, it was at the store. There was Black Ranger, but it had like a paint error. And I don't like to buy them and let, like with paint errors because I'm obsessive compulsive that way. And it's been driving me nuts. But it's also eating at my soul that I didn't have the entire wave yet. Yeah, well, yep. Yeah, and that. so. I've been I've literally gone to Target like almost every night for the past week and like hitting Walmart and hitting other stores near me, still haven't found one. But the one that had the paint error was still there, so tonight I'm like, ah screw it. I just bought it. Fully knowing that I'm gonna buy another one. <laughs> That's what you do. When you I... keep that one. You put that you keep that one in the box, or whatever. That way, you know, you know you've got it. It's your it's your backup. You're breaking your break yeah. the last case of emergency Black Ranger. That way, you know. You know you have it. But if you find another one in the next few weeks, you can swap them shits out. See, and that was my the thought that went through my head. But I know in reality, I'm just gonna buy the other one and keep them both. <laughs> because like I I have 
duplicates of certain figures that I like or want, like um, to keep in the box, you know, keep in box or other stuff, or just my compulsion. Sometimes, like I'll uh, pick up another one because, like, I like to buy. I, I like the rush of buying stuff. So, yeah, you know, that's that's yeah, how I ended up. Is fun. <laughs> that's how I ended up with. I currently have 205 pop vinyls. Um, and I should state that that's, I should state that that's just distinct pop vinyls. That's not including the, the doubles I have of some of them. Right. And to, and I'm currently waiting on the Batman animated series ones that are, I've the, my pre-order just came in, so they should be shipping. And I'm super excited about that because I've got Joker, Harley, poison Ivy, Batman, Batgirl, and Robin from Batman Animated Series. In the pot so, levels? Yep. Huh. All right. And then today at work, oh, my my mind, like, it blew my mind because they are release, they're re-releasing the Red Ranger, White Ranger, and Pink Ranger pops, but they're, like, new molds. They're in, like, they're little pose, potions. yeah. Yeah. And I hadn't seen that, and it's bugged me that the red white and pink ones were in the like old body style and when you had the rest of the rangers in like a newer sleeker style so they don't quite go together so i'm really happy that they're gonna they were like we got you dog we got you yep (laughs) so and then i then i ran to uh tonight i ran to barnes and noble after that and bought a uh sophia uh golden girl pop vinyl (laughs) So, all right. <laughs> I already own all four of the Golden Girls, but they're in the box, and I didn't want to open them, even though really with Pops it doesn't really matter because they're not sealed, but still. Um, but I wanted one to display, so I've got, a, I've got her sitting next to General Grievous and Finn from uh, Star Wars. That makes sense. Yeah, my, my favorite team-up. Yeah. But, yeah, so... My sister basically one just, time, I forget what the context was, but we were... Right around somewhere, just the two of us, which never happens. And she asked me something to the effect of, like, you know, so, you know, just, you know essentially, why do you have all the shit that you have? Was the, <laughs> the, the, the subtext she was trying to get to. And, you know, like, I described it as basically an addiction, for lack of a better term. Because mm-hmm. I believe it's very similar. You know, I have burned days of my life. I know, days of my life. Weeks even, you know, driving around looking for a thing, whatever the fuck it is, you find the thing, you get the rush of finding the thing, but that wears off because there's another thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, just go back into it. This shit, like, yep. I look ar- like, I look around this room that I'm sitting in right now, and I'm like, yeah, this is why I don't drink. <laughs> I would <laughs> yeah, never stop drinking. <laughs> same thing for me. Same here. Yeah. Every time I kind of, like, check off everything that's kind of on my list uh currently i'm like oh good i don't have to buy anything for a while i'm good i'm set and like not even a day later it's something else yeah, like it's sometimes a fucking always. drag <laughs> like but this time like like i honestly really really say there's nothing left or like it's so lovely when that happens okay yeah. i remember i was uh driving around like a fucking maniac looking for uh the uh the titano charge megazord it was the last of the battle charge megazords Mm-hmm. And ended up getting it on Amazon for like you know the 15 minutes that it was cheap. Uh, now they're kind of you know out there in ready, ready supply, but this was in July. I managed to find it, and you know 
remember saying, oh, that's fucking great. That's like, this is it. Because they're doing, you know, Ninninger as Power Rangers next year. I don't need any of that shit. I have the Japanese one. So, like, I don't have to buy Power Rangers for, like, two years. That's awesome. I feel good. Okay, great. That's that's wonderful. You know. And then I see, like, the Key Ranger toys are coming out in Japan. I'm like, fuck! Not only do I have to get those, they're going to be twice as expensive! <laughs> like, mm-hmm. son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy about the, like... The ninja, like the ninja steel stuff that's coming out, because I don't really want any of the Zords. The only thing I'm planning on getting are the five base Ranger figures, even though I technically already own red, yellow, and blue because Japan had figures that were virtu- like I think virtually identical. But I'm gonna buy the American ones anyway because that's just how I roll. <laughs> and the uh, the gimmick for the ninja steel on is that any of the five inch figures can pilot that Megazord. Mm-hmm. Like, which you know is dumb. The show doesn't do that, but whatever. Uh, I'm hoping, and and they're, they're going to do figures of, you know, the red and uh, light blue, the the Shinobi Maru and the Rodeo Maru. I'm hoping that just by some coincidence, the Shinobi Maru figure might fit in the Japanese version. That would be kind of dope. And if that happens, I'll have to pick that shit up because the mm-hmm. Japanese fancy one is like a hundred dollars, and it's not quite a hundred dollar. Cool. No, thank you. The I was watching reviews for the American version of the Megazord, and it just looks like shit. I mean, it's okay. It's okay for, you know, the Americanized it's, version of it. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It Parts of it look okay, but parts of it, and then, I don't know. I, I, I definitely don't want it, but... The truck's the worst part. The, the dome truck mm-hmm. doesn't look like anything. That's absolutely the yeah. worst part. It just, it's a mound of uh, yellow plastic basically but i i did just order the legacy ninja megazord so that should be here uh tomorrow I that think. thing is gorgeous oh nice. yeah i'm super excited about that because i've got i never jumped on the legacy like mighty morphin megazord um just because at the time i i really didn't want to buy megazords for a long time because they're big and I don't have a lot of room in my apartment, especially with all the other, like I'm almost <laughs> at the point where I need a separate apartment so I can like live and then have my other apartment just be all my, my shit at this point, like figures and stuff. Like I'm, I'm running out of room, but I also don't want to move because I like my apartment. So, <laughs> um, but I ended up start layering. Skip- gotta go, gotta go multiple layers deep. <laughs> I need to get some more shelves and like some like wall mount, mounted stuff and like get more creative and maybe initially i didn't decorate anything like i didn't put any figures anywhere other than my bedroom because i wanted to keep it contained um (laughs) containment has been broken and it's everywhere now do you live alone yeah 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 i live alone if i lived alone there'd be no fucking end to this nonsense (laughs) like i kind of have to have it somewhat (laughs) contained right now between you know, the fact that I want to stay married, the fact that I have a kid. But if it was just me, holy shit. Yeah, I've got, like, figure. I've got pot vinyls everywhere. I've got uh, half of, like, my walls are covered in Adam uh, Hicks's art, basically. And I've got... Friend of the podcast, Adam Hicks. Good man. Yep. And I've, I've got just shit everywhere. But, um... Yeah, but yeah I, now I actively my... did not get a thing not long ago. Because there was just nowhere to fucking put it. I saw, uh, it's the last GoBuster mech, the weird lion motorcycle thing, which the name escapes me because I haven't gotten to that part in the show yet. 
but it's like a big lion that turns into a robot that can buy all the other shit, but it also turns into a motorcycle that the Red Ranger's robot can ride. Do you have an idea of how big that is? It like you know comfortably. It looks like in proportion, in scale, like a big lowrider rider motorcycle that this full size Zord figure can ride. So it's got it's fucking enormous, and you know it was like forty dollars. I'm like, should I got forty bucks? <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, but when I don't have anywhere to put this big motherfucker because it's one of those things where you know it's one of those final mechs that doesn't combine mm-hmm. with every other thing in the line so i would have like you know all the other things and then also this big motherfucker by itself and I'm like eh, no that ain't gonna work nah it's not gonna fly or you know uh, I w- that combined with other shit and then other pieces left over so no real estate alone save that one <laughs> there's so many sentai mechs that i want the only one I've got currently is, uh, um, what is it? Wild Tosai King. The um, oh yeah, one through cubes one through nine of. Oh, uh, it See, is. Pardon me, kind of want again. I haven't super confident that show, but I love that design so much. I kind of want that one through nine thing. I really do. It's probably uh, it might be my favorite mech from any like I. It is so stupid, and I love it. Might be my favorite possession. I love it so much. Yeah, it's, it's so super big, dumb, but super fun. Yeah, I've he's sitting there nice on my shelf with Legacy Tiger Zord, Dragon Zord. Um, Thunder Megazord and the Falcon Zord, and soon to be the Ninja Ninja Megazord. Oh shit, son! That motherfucker's got an elbow. An elbow, I tell you. <laughs> it's a big deal. I just told Nicole to go. The new one's got an elbow. Mine doesn't have an elbow. She's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on with you, Kelly? What's up, man? Ah, uh, not much. Uh, as of right now, sitting here doing the Likes Japan shit podcast, <laughs> watching. Uh, 2005 match from Wrestle 1, Jun Akiyama versus Katsuyori Shibata. Uh, Akiyama was busted open with a kick to the head. Pretty great match so far. And then every now and then I look down at my 3DS and I wonder trade away a Pokemon. <laughs> Living the life. That is fucking the life, sir. <laughs> I'm like 55 hours into Pokemon Sun and I've completed like 50% of the Pokedex. Jesus Christ. Are you enjoying the game? Oh, I love it. I love it so much. This is... I believe if you take away nostalgia and look at everything objectively, this is easily the best of the Pokemon games. Cool. I bought Sun and Moon, and I'm like eight and a half hours into Sun. However, I'm on Island 1 in between routes 2 and 3 because... I am literally just staying there, waiting for the days where the island scan has the Johto starters, and just <laughs> I have li- I have I think five or six Chikoritas, <laughs> five Cyndaquils, six Totodiles. Like I'm just hoarding them for some reason. I don't know why. I just I like them, and I just I've literally spent two weeks just doing that. <laughs> yeah. Now what I'm doing is like through the. Uh... Wonder Trade, what a lot of people do is they'll breed various Pokemon and then just send you the level one egg hatching, egg hatchings. So what I'll do is just throw them in my party and like go and catch some 50 level Pokemon from the meadow on the fourth island. And then like just 
that experience will level them up to level 18 <laughs> from that one single battle. Because obviously I have experience share on. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> I don't get people that complain about that being a thing, because if you don't want it, you can turn it off. Exactly. Experience share is the greatest. I don't know why you wouldn't u- utilize it. So those yeah. are so, yeah, not I, those, the fuck you're talking about. What the hell is that? So experience share is something that you turn on. You can you can toggle it on or off. If you have it off, everything goes like the original Pokemon get like the first games where your Pokemon battles, they get experience. If you turn on experience share, your Pokemon battles, they get experience, but then every other Pokemon in your party gets a chunk of the experience as well. Oh yeah, you want that. Yeah, right. It makes the game so much less grind heavy and yeah. so much more enjoyable. Yeah, and you can you don't have to commit to a Pokemon forever and like grind to level it up. You can actually have like a rotating team if you want. Yeah, it's but awesome. even the stuff that's like not like your active six gets experience. No, no, no. no. But it's easy. They're, they make it easy enough so you can just add something to your party, and it won't take forever for them to become competitive with that's whatever great. you're facing. Yeah, it's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I I greatly, greatly enjoy experience share. Now to get that magic carp into something fucking useful real quick. I actually I got a magic carp from at level twenty one, so I just fed it a rare candy and I magically had a Gyarados. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was amazing. Like I guess yes. answer my question. I'm gonna ask if they have like like, how deep does the Pokedex go? Like, does it have, like, everything? Or just some of the legacy characters? Like, what's it got? Not for Alola. Uh, the Alolan Pokedex seems to be not huge. I don't know how big it is. I would guess it's around 300-ish Pokemon. Oh, okay. So it's not everything. It's a rather... It's pretty attainable. Okay. Yeah, because at some point, you know, it's just thinking it's got to be just... unreasonable. Yeah, I mean, once we're we're on the road to Pokemon 1000. Oh, for sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's not that bad. Not that bad. Yeah, it's Pokemon Sun and Moon has been a lot of fun, and I've been enjoying it a lot. And I still have a big chunk of the post game to go through, but I've just been messing around with other shit <laughs> before I get to that part. Yeah, I gotta play through some other shit first. I'm hoping. To get my hands on Final Fantasy 15 in the next little bit, because that looks nuts. Nice. So, <clears throat> but not before I finish Last of Us uh, remastered, because that fucking Last of Us trailer came out, Last of Us Part Two, and my heart got all a flutter, and then I realized, oh hey, you bought the remaster couple like a few months ago, I haven't played it yet. You should play that, and I was like, okay, self. <laughs> so I did that because Last of Us is the fucking jam, you guys. But you know. Realistically, if you have a PlayStation, you probably already played that game. <laughs> because it's wonderful. So, yeah. yeah. There's nothing else, man. Let's fucking get into the news a little bit. What the hell is happening in the world? So, yeah, there's probably be a little bit different format than we used to uh, for the main show. Uh, probably not going to go quite as long if I had to guess. Um, oh, shit, before we get into actual uh, Life Japan shit... Just because we're here and we haven't talked about anything else yet, we gotta talk for a minute about that fucking CW crossover that they did last week. Because yes. 
boy, was that great. Like, it was, okay, so they did a big crossover on Supergirl, kind of, uh, Flash, kind of. <laughs> uh, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. And I will be damned if they didn't pull that off with pretty alarmingly good results. Because that's a lot of characters, a lot of pieces to shuffle around. Like, could have gone awful. It had coincided with uh, Arrow's 100th episode, too, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You, got a, you got a whole bunch of old Arrow characters came back because I am a sucker for, you know, one, a big crossover story, great. But then also, in the Arrow episode, you got, like, a, you know, a Bizarro World Mirror Mirror universe look. I love that shit, too. Like, I'm a sucker for that. Like, you know, the the classic what could have been, it's a wonderful life shit. Love that. So there was all kinds of that stuff happening in that episode. It was great. Like, you know, they even brought back uh, uh, Oliver's, both of his, you know, now dead parents came back, which is fucking super dope. It's nice. A little, uh, and they even uh, wrote, <laughs> wrote, in, wrote Tommy out of the episode in a way that kind of made sense. <laughs> I, I like that they, you know kind of had that conversation with Barry and Ollie in the first part. Well, like of the, the, the first real part, the flash episode um, kind of where Barry or uh, Ollie is basically saying, you know, I wish I had my parents back yeah. and like, I would, I would, if I had that power to go back in time and change it, obviously I would. And then, you know, he gets basic, he basically gets his wish in the next part. I, I really enjoyed that. Cisco had to you know, pull his underwear out of his ass because he realized, you know, hey, look, we can all fuck up if we give ourselves half a chance to. Because he fucked <laughs> up the timeline too, Cisco. Way to be a dick about it. Look what you did. Look what you did. But I yeah, just kept they... getting taken aback by just how fucking good it looks. Like, you know, it's not, you know, it's not movie, but it's real close to movie level, and it's better than anything I ever thought I would ever see on TV. Like, all yeah. these crazy CG alien armies. Like, they fought, like, 40 fucking crazy alien things on a rooftop, and it looked mm-hmm. awesome. And, like, and you bought it. Like, you never went to go, oh, it looks kind of shitty. No, it looked awesome. No, it looked great. I think it looked better than Suicide Squad did. Oh, it certainly did. Yeah. Okay, I take that back. It is movie quality, then. Fair point. Because those little, like, mm-hmm. mug monsters in Suicide Squad look stupid. Yeah. Fire, fire, and, like, uh, all the stuff with uh, uh, Professor Stein's... New daughter was pretty great. Like there was this bit where you know, I'm like, oh shit! I'm talking, I'm talking to Zoe. I'm like, oh, I mean, it, it, whose fault is this girl? Like, <laughs> like, like everyone's running around fucking with time. Like Stein assumes it's his fault. What if it's Barry? <laughs> like, what if, what if he fucked everything up again? It could have been anything. I thought that was kind of rad. I love that. I was under the assumption initially that it was Barry until he basically copped to it, but, I mean, it could have been either of them at this point. Yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of great. It's just mm-hmm. ambiguous enough that it could have been either of them, which is pretty awesome. The, the character interactions were just the best. Uh, like, I the pairing that I didn't know I needed until I saw it was uh, Heatwave and Supergirl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They were perfect. so great together. Like, so why did they call you Heatwave? Because I burned my parents alive. Why did they set things on fire? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that Melissa Benoist is like the most adorable human adult on the face of the planet, I think. Yeah, she so is. And I, I met her last C2E2 and got my picture taken with her, and she was... She seems delightful. 
She was so sweet, and her panel with Kyla Lee, who plays uh, Alex on uh, her sister on Supergirl. Yeah, their panel at at C2E2 this past year was one of the best panels I've ever been to. It was, they were so fun and so charming. But, yeah, no, the, oh, there, I, I was pretty much in a state of just like ecstasy all last week. (laughs) <laughs> but every night just having it was I can't wait till next year. And I love how they ended it with giving um, Supergirl the magic device that Cisco somehow had time to make. But whatever um, <laughs> for so that she can, you know, call them, contact them. We can have more dimension hopping. So it doesn't necessarily have to center around Flash going somewhere. Yeah, that was Andrew she- Kreisberg saying I think this is going to be a big hit. We need a reason to do this whenever we feel like doing this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now, so now I want to see, you know, crap like that. You know, I, it would be fun for her to call Oliver to come over to her place to kind of give, like, you know, James some pointers on, you know, vigilante. Yeah, right, yeah. Stuff like that. Or, you know, whatever. It's just, I... It was so much fun. The freaking Hall of Justice. Lost my mind at Hall of Justice. Hall of Justice is great. <laughs> uh, dig. You can get brains out whenever he, when Barry yanked him out of uh, Star City. It was great. Uh, I love the yeah. uh, the Superman Returns joke at the end. was pretty fucking fun. That was pretty great. I that was that awesome. Yeah. Because Zoe and I watched Flash and Legends together. So, of course, we watched this uh, Air episode, too, this week. But uh, uh, Brandon Routh plays Ray Palmer, the Atom, and he's got a you know a little bit at the end of the story with Supergirl where they just and a throwaway line he just goes, "Hey, you kind of look like my cousin," and like you know I kind of went, "Huh, look at that shit," <laughs> and Zoe's like, "Well, I don't get it," and I said, "Okay, well, this guy, you know, back hell ten years ago now played Superman in a movie," and my kid, quick as a fucking whip, took a beat and goes. Oh, okay. That's a pretty good throwback. <laughs> I'm like, that's a pretty good throwback. Look at you. Look at you figuring God, I can't shit out. That was, that was 10 years ago. 2005, man. Damn. That's nuts. And I'm going to take a wild guess. It probably hasn't aged well. Because it was pretty shitty then. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah. Maybe in a post Man of Steel world, we'll be like, hey, this is actually kind of all right. Who knows? Not so bad. <laughs> It had some it had some moments and I love I, I like Kevin Spacey as over the top Lex Luthor. Yeah. Just you know. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's worth examining at some point. Yeah. I, um in terms of the crossover, I like that Arrow was able to properly like pay tribute to its hundredth episode yeah. while still being like part of the crossover and it kind of felt like i mean it was the most removed of what the the overarching threat was but it it kind of almost felt like a tie-in issue to the main event but it was still fun and it's i mean the end still tied into it yeah and and it still drove it forward yeah you know what i mean in a really kind of effective way i liked it that was really well done it was amazing to sit there watching the hundredth episode that that has a virtual, basically a virtual reality world, a uh, a fight between a time ship and a bunch of spaceships with aliens on a show that started 
trying to be extremely grounded and no superpowers, no yes. nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I w- never would have believed we'd be here, you know, a little over four years later based on the first episode of Arrow. Yeah, no kidding. At all. But uh, this, the, the, ba- the, having Thea, you know, kind of back in the field during this uh, crossover made me realize how much I miss her as that Speedy cool this too, season. Yeah. I really enjoyed that fight in the Arrow episode between them and their past villains. Um, I would have liked to... cool. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. the oh yeah, the old dude who was kind of the the scientist, the agent back in the fifties that found the Dominators the first time around. That was, you know, real quick way to tie it up in a bow. It was super fucking fun. Like, I, I liked it. It was all all aces, man. Those they're doing the Lord's work over there at the CW. Like, they really. The, if, the, if the movies could get a tenth of that magic, <laughs> we'd be yeah. all in a better place. Like, I don't know why the movies can't like they need they need to get you know write their lives because this is so much fun and I like how these shows embrace the stupid nature of a lot of this comic book stuff. You know, Flash can do you can have Flash where you have an episode that has like Mark Hamill is the trickster and is like goofy campy and then you can have an episode where you know flash nearly gets killed by zoom like like one after the other and they work and it doesn't feel disingenuous to each other right yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm just gonna take a wild guess well i'll leave here and say that uh that flash movie is probably not gonna be very good uh no, no. you know they're gonna be whenever that thing comes out on their fifth director i think something like that like it's fucking ridiculous and, uh, you know, you got yourself a perfectly good Flash. You got a good Flash. Like, why are they fucking with it? Like, it's like the universe trying to tell them to stop it. And, the, like, the the thing is, like, they could... The, I know that they want to do a Flash movie for whatever reason. I don't understand that because they have other characters they could do, you know, movies for. But if they wanted to have Flash in the Justice League... Get Grant Gustin. I know he's fucking busy, but he has summer breaks. You know, try and fit something in. He dimension hops into the dimension the, that world. We it's right there in uh, the show. He's hopping, you know, parallel Earths all the time. Have him do it for the movie. If you are com- going to worry about confusing people, don't really bring it up. He gets, you know, he gets on that Earth somehow and is trying to get back home. Well, like, we've already seen the Flash, though. And this and this Flash, you know. We'll stop Captain Boomerang from, you know, robbing the jewelry store, but won't do dick about a giant spiraling death vortex from an ancient god. So <laughs> that, that, that Flash has a different priority list than the one we're used to. Yeah, you know, bank robberies are all that he's good for. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind him appearing on the show as another universe version of Barry. Like, that... I think that would be fun. Oh, hell, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's gonna be what it is. Whatever, it's fucking fine. Yeah, hey, I'll just the, the show, things. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The shows are going to be there. The shows are fucking wonderful. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. But uh, on to the meat of things. Let's talk real quick about uh, uh, kind of semi-related to the overall arc of things. These new wrestlers, Kelly, that debuted on Lucha Underground in the Pentagon Gauntlet match. Uh, yes. Who the fuck are these women, and why are they so amazing? Like, where did they come from? <laughs> So they came from stardom in Japan. Holy shit. Um, yes. They 
I can't remember their Lucha Underground names, but I'll go in the order that they wrestled. The first one was Kairi Hojo, and she's awesome. As as you saw, she has a really sick uh, elbow drop. Yes, a sick elbow drop, like into your fucking heart elbow drops. Yeah, she has one of the best elbow drops in the business right now. Um, the, th- the second one was Mayu Iwatani. And she's, she's just really lightning great. goddamn fast. Yes. Yes, she's insanely fast. Yeah, and then the third one, who is probably the most impressive of all three, is uh, Io Shirai. And she is just an ass kicker. Yeah, she was amazing. Like, they were all great. Like, you know, if you're not watching Lucha Underground, one, shame on you. But uh, Pentagon Dark, formerly Pentagon Junior, and currently Pentagon Junior and other things, uh... Had to fight a gauntlet match against these four uh, wrestlers that he, they kind of whipped his ass during the big kind of battle royal thing they did a couple weeks ago. Uh, the difference being, you know, he has to fight everyone regardless of win or loss. So he, basically, Pentagon fought four matches, well, three matches, because the last didn't really count, against yeah. these uh, three well, lady wrestlers who we'd never really seen before. And it was an amazing debut for all three of them. It was incredible. Like, I just kept you know, looking around like, oh, well, somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to die here tonight. <laughs> There's too much going on. And Pentagon is a big dude. Like, he's, he's got, got a big frame to him. But all three of these tiny, tiny little women, like, made it work. Like, it, it really wasn't effective. Uh, storytelling, man, it was good fucking wrestling. It was great. That's why I love the Joshi style so much, because... They carry themselves differently than a lot of women's wrestlers in America do. And and in all honesty, than a lot of just wrestlers overall do. Like, Io Shirai, she took a complete ass-kicking, but there's never a moment in that match... Insane bumps in that match. Yeah. There's never a moment in that match where she didn't come off like a killer. Like, there... There was not a moment that I ever doubted that she could just rip Pentagon's head off at any moment. Yeah, no, she's a fucking monster. And like Yeah, they're so good and that style, I just I love it because and that's what's made Asuka so great in NXT because they she hasn't changed her style at all to work in WWE. She just still comes out there and kicks the shit out of people. Aha, uh-huh, I see. And that's that that's something that wrestling needs cuz a lot of times you get the women's wrestlers in America where it they and they're seem basically like they're, fitness models. Yeah, and they seem like they're light as a feather, and there's nothing really great behind their offense, and their stuff looks too choreographed, and it doesn't look like anything hurts. Yeah, and, 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 and when it's style, two women, it's a, and it's fine. And when it's two women, and you can see that, like you can see that yeah. you know they're very light, and there's really you can kind of really feel that there's no impact happening or whatever. That's that's one thing, right? But then you know the mixed gender aspect of Lucha Underground. That shit wouldn't fly. Like it would take you yeah. out of it so quickly. So they came in and they, they just they sold it all and you bought it, man. Like I, you, you yeah. be, like you said, you believe at any moment she could win this match and she fucking wins the match. Like, like yeah. it's fucking nuts. Yeah, it, the, the Joshi style is just a. It's fast. It's fast. It's dirty. It hits hard. It's not too choreographed, even though I'm sure it is. But they don't make it look that way. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. It was choreographed as shit. Or someone's gonna die. Like it was nuts. Yeah. yeah, I'm 
super happy that the, that those three got a lot of exposure out of this. And I, I I haven't looked at the results for what goes on in the rest of the season, but I really hope they make a run at the trios titles because those really aren't doing anything right now. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Super fucking fun. Good stuff. I greatly enjoyed that. I'm like, I'm a. I need some questions about this, but I will save it for the show because Kelly will know what the hell is going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, it was wonderful. So damn good. That's one of those things too where you know I'm watching this thing and I'm like, this is a free match on TV. This is not a pay per view. <laughs> this they're just giving this shit away if you have the channel. <laughs> like, it's craziness. So fucking good. Yeah, but I said before that like Lucha Underground is the only wrestling I'm watching right now. So you know I'm not overexposed like some people. Kelly, <laughs> as here I am watching uh, the November twenty first Jiro Ikemen Kushiro Produce show. <laughs> but that was fucking nuts. But on to uh, more depressing things. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a minute um, collectively about um, movie Alpha Five because uh, that image came out uh, Wednesdays, like the day after the pop- podcast. And it was right around the time when that thing showed up that I said, okay, we are definitely going to do a show next week because we have to talk <laughs> about this fucking thing. It's real bad. It's, it's, oh, God, I don't even know where to start. Like, I think, I put, I said to someone, it looks like something out of a Resident Evil game. Yeah, I look like, it looks like something I've killed a thousand of in various video games over the years. Yeah. Not just because it looks like a cartoon, but because it looks threatening as fuck. Like, you know, we've, we've talked a few times now about the Power Ranger movie and how, you know, we're all we're all collectively kind of okay with changes and shit like that, but the new Alpha 5 looks legitimately terrifying in these images. You gotta yeah. hope he'll look different in motion, but this, like, long, ape-armed, kind of pot-bellied fucking murder robot, like... I would not. I would not give that thing even a half a chance to give me superpowers. Like I would no. run away or try to beat it to death before a fucking word got out of its mouth. Like, why does it have the creepy bulbous eyes? There's so many questions <sighs> about. The eyes are so bad, and it's funny because I showed it to my mom, who my mom knows. God damn it, she knows an Alpha Five. Okay, you don't. You don't <laughs> <laughs> she saw that little bastard more than I'm sure she cares to admit. And then I showed it to my daughter who is also at this point fairly familiar with Alpha 5 things and Netflix. And so we got three generations of my family all with the same reaction of, uh... (laughs) (laughs) So, not sure what they were shooting for with this, but I'm going to take a wild guess if they didn't get it. Because it's weird. And that doesn't look like a thing that Bill Hader's voice is going to come out of, either. (laughs) That's... At this point, my most anticipated moment of the entire movie is the first time Bill Hader talks. <laughs> Out of that fucking nightmare beast? Yes. I really I really hope we get him in the ne- next trailer so that we can hear what Alpha sounds like. Yeah, I want to just see it in movement, too. Yeah. Ah, I don't, like... I get updating stuff. I really do. I, as much as I love Mighty Morphin, I can understand not doing exactly what it looked like. Now, it you know, should have been have like uh, the little robot in the Fortress of Solitude and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. You know, it looks like a robot. It floats around. And, you know, he's friendly looking. It's fine. Yeah. 
I, I would take I would take a probably colored, colored Iron Man suit from that guy. Like, I don't want this guy to give me an Iron Man suit. It looks terrifying. Oh, it's full of spikes and it's gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I if it if the eyes weren't there, at least it would be somewhat better. Like it would I have help. more problems than that, but yeah, like, that it would, would help. help a lot. Yeah, because the I eyes are really off putting. I really don't understand the idea behind that. Why? That's weird. And then the the super long arms, like, you just know that those fingers are going to disappear and become knives and murder the fuck out of you. Like, I thought you were going somewhere else when you said the fingers are going to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that too. Yeah, <laughs> Who knows? Alpha, you get your fingers out of my son. <laughs> Fucking awful. Alpha needs to be non-threatening, you know, like, intelligent, obviously, but almost childlike. And annoying as fuck. <laughs> like, there was, he was the one character that I kept saying, as long as they don't screw him up, I'm okay. Like, and <laughs> yeah. change up stuff. <laughs> and they just fucking pop that balloon on you. Yeah, they, they just, uh, I, uh, the designs. Yeah, Zordon is going to look I mean, like a Columbus from Rick and Morty. <laughs> like a giant blue plumbus <laughs> just <laughs> blurring out instructions to these bewildered teenagers. I mean, at least the designs are consistent with each other, I guess. That they all look true. like they say came from the same thing, so I guess there's that. And Elizabeth Banks but. looks hot as fuck in these Reader Repulsive pictures that came out last week. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm into that. All the readers, she looks awesome. She looks great. Yeah. Because she She's looks like a scary space witch. Which is what you want her to look like. You don't want this thing to look like a scary space anything. No. Like, she, I like her design, and I do like what it appears to be where she was a ranger, or she has what will become the Green Ranger's powers. Oh, definitely. What have yeah, you. 100%. Like, that, she's got that coin in the staff. You can fucking tell it from a mile away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I like that idea. It makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's cool. And I like the idea if they keep that she's like a fall if she's like a fallen ranger and Zordon was maybe her leader or probably love interest at one point the way movies go. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how movies work. Like that's fine. That's good. You know, backstory that they can play off of. You know, she was his second in command. He loved her. She fell to you know Zed's evil ways and turned you know, into he a plumbus. Her to the dark side. <laughs> You know, she betrayed him, and here we are. That's fine. But Alpha looks like shit. Yeah, he does. Just yeah, like, it's, you know, you can say a lot of things about a lot of them. It's like, you know, hey, the suits, they don't look like Power Rangers suits, but they look, they look kind of cool. And, yeah, sure, that Megazord doesn't really look like it turns into five things, but it looks kind of neat. Okay, fine, you know. You can butt a lot of things. You really can't butt the Alpha 5 design. <laughs> No. This is not good. Like, it is empirically not good. That's a damn shame. I don't know if I would have... If somebody just showed me this design independently of knowing it was Alpha, I don't think I would immediately have gone, oh, that's Alpha. I, I, I did I with, with Mom and Zoe. Said, I did that. I think I would have looked at it and said, oh, this looks like a shitty Alpha from a dumb, <laughs> uh, gritty reboot of Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the best thing I can say about the design is I like the shade of red they used. And that is the <laughs> yeah. only compliment. Yeah. That's a good red. 
this uh, movie poster showed up online. This piece of fan art, basically, for a Power Rangers movie that, you know, never existed. But it's, you know. Oh, that's not real? That is not real. Oh, you got me so excited. (laughs) Yeah, I dropped that in the the Facebook thread we got going on for this. And I guess it's a piece of fan art. Uh, And damn it. It looks so good. It looks so good. You can probably find it if you look it up. But this thing looks like. I mean, hell, for starters, it looks like the fucking Megazord. Like, you know. Yeah, I thought it was real. No, it's not real. No, (laughs) I'm sorry. I thought that was clear. My apologies. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's got the sword. It's got. You know, it's properly color coded, but the cool thing is it's got the T Rex head on the fist, which is a pretty dope design choice. And <laughs> if that were the movie Megazord, like, okay, that's all right. That's what that should look like because you know, mm-hmm. it, it definitely has that uh, that Transformers movie aesthetic where like you know it's just kind of weird ridges that don't make a lot of sense. But looking at it, you go okay. That clearly turns into five things. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) And that's not what we got. And see, something like that is, you know, this specific design, you can see all the uh, individual Zords in it. It's not identical to the um, previous, you know, the the old design. You've got, like, the T-Rex in a completely different location, uh, the head anyway. Because the head norm, you know, when the show goes into the chest, and like I'm fine with it. So it like this proves to me that yeah. it's not that I'm not just right. pissy because it's different. I'm pissy because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is completely accurate. Because this thing does what, like. I gotta hope that this is a, at the very least a, no 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 no. I was gonna say I hope it's a piece of concept art, but I don't because if it is, that means at some point someone saw this said no thanks, give me that other thing instead, and fuck that person. <laughs> so, so I want this to be just a piece of really great fan art, but I want it to be. Yeah, like I've seen fan art suits that are be- the better designed than what we got for the um, movie. Like, I don't understand how it's so difficult to design suits that look like the old ones, but updated. And, like, I mean, I'll drop, I've got the one picture right here, I'll drop in the the thread that we're doing. But it's basically just, I don't, I don't understand why they can't... I'm going to include this uh, art in the uh, posting for the show. So. Yeah, yeah the, okay, something kind of like that. Yeah, I see you, yeah. Michael. Yeah, Yeah. like, it's they're updated. They're, they still look like what they are, something of that nature, and they don't, and their helmets don't look like shit. Oh, yeah. that looks cool. Yeah, yeah like, not just, that, those aren't Iron Man's. Yeah, and they, they look functional, yet still like the Rangers. Yeah, because right now we're going we're getting fi- you know five bootleg Iron Man uh, suits, and I don't know I I really don't know who they're marketing this movie towards. I've said this before. If they're going for the nostalgia fans, it's looking so different that it's not <laughs> it's not it's not going to evoke nostalgia if it looks that different. 
And then for the fans that are, you know, our age that have grown up with it, it's not, it, you're not doing them any favors. I mean, I've seen some people online that, that are, you know, Power Ranger fans that like it. More power to them. Yeah, good for them. You know? But I'm going to hope that the movie is at least decent. And if it, if they've got enough building blocks to work with, you know, maybe they'll do a soft reboot in the second one and fix some of these problems. Well, they want to do like seven of these fucking movies or something. It's crazy town. That's insane. They're hitching That's... a lot of uh, carts to this horse. That's for sure. I just I have a feeling like it's going to just be one of those movies that uh, you know premieres in March. One of those like. I know it's not a young adult like novel movie, but it just has that feel of one where it's going to come out like that. They keep dumping in like February and March of every year, hoping something sticks and becomes the next Hunger Games, but they all just fail. I, f- I feel like it just might be that. And or it could be want... the next fucking Hunger Games. You never know. It could be, and I don't want it to fail, but I don't want what they're giving me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, maybe it's just not for you. You know? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I from, mean, uh, it, it, at least Rita's hot. Yeah, at least there's that. Which that is definitely an upgrade over the original. Just go put that out there. But yeah, um, fucking going from uh, old to new. Uh, I think since we last spoke, they did the uh, uh, Power Ranger Dino Charge finale, and we're not gonna talk about it a lot, but I had to mention the really odd choices they had at the end of this show. So, are you familiar at all with the show, Kelly? No, I haven't been watching at all. Okay, so just real quick, like, like broad, broad level, the 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 Power Rangers in this show get their powers from the Energems, which are these little magical crystals that come from, you know, somewhere that, you know, we're heading to dinosaurs, now, they, now they're making Power Rangers. Fine. What the fuck ever, you know. The show begins with this alien hiding them in dinosaur bodies, and basically causing the Ice Age, because okay. or because the uh, the space pirate that was chasing him was towing a big net full of meteors to sell them for <laughs> scrap, I guess. And so when he blew up the bad guy's spaceship, you know, not only did it knock him off course for 65 million years, but it ruptured his meteor net, and so the meteors killed all the dinosaurs. So, like when the show first came out, I'm like, did their hero just cause the de- extinction level event of the? Oh, oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it never really came up again. Never really came up again, right? So, cut to some 40 episodes later of the show. The show's <laughs> over. You know, the bad guys, we're going to get this big climactic battle between, like, all ten of the, the heroes and the villains. And the, No, we're not going to do any of that bullshit. Instead, what we're going to do is the uh, bad guy is going to use the Dark Inner Gem, which came up, like, a few episodes prior, and you fucking just knew it was going to lead to... Like, the evil ranger that they had in Japan, that shouldn't happen either. Instead, mm-hmm. he used it to create a black hole to suck the Earth into the black hole and destroy the Earth. While the rangers are in their spaceship watching it happen. Like, oh, that's fucking crazy. That's nuts. Oh. <laughs> but it's okay. Because it's right around then that since they did destroy the Dark Energem, their alien friend that, you know, killed all the dinosaurs was like, now that that one's gone... I can unlock the true power of the inner gems. So with all ten of the inner gems, you guys can go back in time now. And again, this never came up as a thing. <laughs> like there was never <laughs> any mention of like a hidden power, none of that shit. So not only did they go back in time, 
they went back in time. Like, they went back in time to the day that motherfucker crashed on Earth with their Energems. Like, and, you know, just completely overpowered the bad guy way back in the past. No, like, there was no Megazord fight to end the series. And when they went back in time to the present, they no longer worked at a dinosaur museum. They work at a dinosaur zoo. Because because (laughs) the extinction level event never happened. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this, None of this makes any sense. It makes no sense. And that's saying something in a show that, you know, we can all agree, by and large, doesn't make any sense. But you have to be able to follow, like, it has to follow its own internal logic. And they just said, fuck it. <laughs> We're going to do, like, there's this really weird, like, MacGuffin after MacGuffin. Like, n- none of these things are any less jarring while they're happening than they are when I'm telling you about them. It's fucking bizarre. <laughs> it's really, really weird. And my kid, who's nine, so, you know, really in the pocket for this show, it's over, she looks over, she just goes, What? <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, that is ridiculous. She goes, I don't, what? What? She's like, so now they live with dinosaurs? I'm like, I guess so. I mean, they just really... Asked a lot more questions than it answered. <laughs> yeah, because the I didn't watch the entire. I, I I think around episode eight of the season is the last I've seen because I was just frustrated with it. Yeah, it really, um, it really isn't was not as good uh, when it came back from the break. Like it really wasn't. Yeah, it's weird. Like they started they started off like you know Dino Charge started off strong. Like it was a lot better than Super Mega Force. Like the first you know bit of the, the show was very in- entertaining, and then yeah. like I don't know what happened. They like lost. I, I don't know what happened, but nothing changed. Know, like it's the same writers, the same story editors. Yeah. Like it's really really weird. And like it just lost steam. You know when it goes. You know every season between the regular season and the super season since Samurai started. When the super season started, the second season of each one, it would you know kind of start. You know, they needed an upgrade for some reason. Something was going on. You know, when Supercharge started, they didn't, you know, Dino Supercharge, the Supercharge mode doesn't even, like, come into play until a few episodes in. He doesn't even get it right away. Right. And, you know, they upgrade some other stuff, but it's not, I don't know, just lost steam. You know, they had, uh, I love the fact that they had Heckle, like, you know, basically befriend them and I like was that like, kid too the kid that plays him yeah, is pretty good he was one of the better actors on the show <laughs> yeah that and, guy, that guy, I think he's gonna do stuff like he's pretty good yeah and like they have him you know basically become a you know a worker at the restaurant that they work at and you know he's kind of you know undercover there play you know playing them and then they find out that he's actually the other half because there's uh, heckle and snide and it's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde thing and you know they were very clever with the naming there (laughs) and you know he they find out that he's actually a villain in a filler episode and then never from everything I've heard (laughs) and seen they never address it ever again never hey our friend that was working here is actually a villain didn't seem to matter yeah not really and that could have been such a cool thing where, you know, he starts to befriend them and starts to have doubts about what he wants to do. Yeah, it's not He the has the face turn story. by the end of the show. By the end of the show, he has the face turn, you know. Yeah. Which, 
But again, it's another reason why you thought for sure they're going to bring out that Death Ruger costume, but it just never fucking happened. And I don't know why, because they even had a fucking name for it. Yeah. <laughs> Talon yeah. Ranger. They had a name in English. We were told it was going to happen, and then it just never... I don't know if they just lost the suit, if they didn't... You know, what <laughs> happened? the suit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, guys. <laughs> Oh shit! I don't know where I put the suit. <laughs> Guys, look, I, I, like, I don't know what to tell you, but we need to. We got a hard pivot here. Uh, uh, time travel? <laughs> look, I lost the suit. Okay, <laughs> fucking FedEx. No one insured it. <laughs> they like something had to have happened. Yeah, it's, it, it definitely like. You know, again, it's a stupid baby show, but. The wheels obviously fell off that stupid baby show pretty handily. Like it's yeah, fucking weird. Like, I mean, they never have the fallout. I've seen like the end of the like the last few minutes of the episode, the finale, and I do plan on finishing Supercharged just just because. Um, but one, I don't like that two the two time displaced rangers. Uh, Coda, a caveman, and Ivan, a, a knight, go back to their own times. I don't particularly like that idea. Whatever. Well, they obviously, go back to their... Keeper gives a fuck about a butterfly effect. But yeah. again, in asking more questions than answers, one would assume that when Ivan goes back to his regular time, he's riding a horse with a chainmail around fucking dinosaurs, and, and they never touch on that. <laughs> yes, and like. <clears throat> Who in that? I, I, me personally, there's no way in hell after living now that I want to go back to hundreds of years ago yeah, or thousands yeah, this, of years ago. Is in, this in guy's like, no, 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 no. Caveman life suits me better. Yeah. <laughs> and like now, I know he wanted to go back to see his brother, and I love my brother. I love my brother dear, dearly, but fuck him. I'm staying now. <laughs> like, like your brother's not as good as the internet. No. Yeah. You guys, we have toilets, okay? We have actual toilets. (laughs) And, like, they go back in time to their own separate times through the same time, like, portal, which makes no sense, but whatever. Um, I I guess it just automatically just reverts them back to their natural time. It's so weird, man. It's so weird. Then, okay, so, you know, Power Rangers... Like, Super Sentai is in its in continuity with each other when it suits them. You know, people show up here and there. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's messy, whatever. Power Rangers <laughs> is, like, now they don't always address it, and obviously continuity is not their strongest suit because they, con- they, like, you watch just Mighty Morphin alone and they contradict themselves all the time. But Power Rangers is supposed to be in the same universe as each other, except for RPM. It's the only one that's, like, been in canon stated as being a separate universe but they've crossed over dino charge was assumed to be in the same continuity yeah, because they why went, not they, they went back to the future to that shit <laughs> they created yeah, like, this, this nightmare timeline where there's fucking dinosaurs yeah because that would effectively alter every season that we've seen so far including spd which takes place in the future still <laughs> it would alter like i'd actually like a like SPD like they they're ne- they'd never be able to do it but like an uh like a uh, episodes or something like where the SPD Rangers come back to now to be like what the fuck did you do <laughs> um, and or Time Force that'd be even better um but 
like that would be amazing if Time Force like Time Force showed up and was like, no, 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 <laughs> you do not do that. But they have altered every season because dinosaurs are now a thing. Especially they would have to have altered Mighty Morphin since like that base is around prehistoric animals. But bare minimum of all the seasons, Dino Thunder just now didn't happen <laughs> because. The entire thing was predicated on Mezagog wanting to, you know, basically turn, like, bring back dinosaurs, turn everybody into dinosaurs. And the dino gems from Dino uh, Dino Thunder were in the asteroid that hit Earth that killed the dinosaurs. That's amazing. Which didn't happen now. (laughs) So Dino Thunder and, and, you know, Tommy becomes a paleontologist. that, That just all is gone if this is in the same continuity. And if it's not... It just obviously cannot be. It can't be at this point. Yeah, no. And that pisses me off because even though they don't always acknowledge it, most seasons have some kind of acknowledgement. But even though they don't always acknowledge acknowledge it, I do like it being in the same continuity because it it, it makes it this fun, messy universe. And I that's a separate long argument that maybe we can have on the uh, show sometime about why they don't play with their own universe more because it wouldn't be that hard. And kids are smart enough to kind of just go with it where they're not – if they're all worried about, oh, kids won't understand. Kids have Netflix. Kids have Google. They'll oh, be so then they do it in the Super Sentai shows all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, yeah, they bring back people, people from – you watch Gokaiger. You bring people back from, you know, 30 years earlier. And the kid, like those kids weren't even their, – their parents were probably barely born. And they don't care. Is this really I, shitty, like – fundamentally shitty storytelling and just yeah really from beginning to end with just a head scratcher of an episode i'm just like what <laughs> the fuck like, it was That's... weird but the yeah. uh the christmas episode i think comes on this week um and it apparently takes place after that season finale so really? in the preview that i saw fucking they're chilling in their little dino lab and a hole opens up and out come coda and uh ivan <laughs> So okay, which is really strange because one that doesn't make any fucking sense. But I, I, the the Kyoba user Christmas episodes is a two parter. They're so fucking fun. So hopefully they'll use that that villain in those suits because that villain in the Japanese source material looks like a chimney decorated for Christmas as a monster, and that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like it's an incredible design. And it can multiply itself, multiply its powers, and shit. It's, it's it's fucking great. It's super fun, super duper fun. So that'll be coming out. Uh, and then uh, the Ninja Steel comes out in January, uh, which will be the adaptation of Ninninger, which was a super fun, weird show. So that'll be that'll be fun. It'll be good stuff. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be hopeful, even though they haven't given me much reason to be over the past few years, but um. It's it's exciting that the actor uh, who plays Koda uh, Yoshi Sadarso, his brother uh, Peter is going to be the Ninja Steel Blue Ranger. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. The you know people listening, if you you know care anything about this, you should check out the video um, from Power Morphicon this past year where uh, Yoshi finds out that Peter is the new Blue Ranger. Um, they, he knew his brother was auditioning, but was told by the producers and everybody that he didn't get it. And his brother was told that he did. And then 
the Dino uh, Dino Charge cast were announcing the names of the new Rangers that corresponded with their co- you know their current color, and Yoshi got to announce his brother. Well, that's pretty he, sweet. He opened it up and read it. And he starts crying because they're like actual big like nerds and Super Sentai and you know Power Ranger fans. That's so cool. that the fact that they get to be Rangers like is a big deal for them. So Good for those guys, that's great. That's really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see, uh, let's see what else. Um, also, over the weekend, uh, got a clear look at uh, the next Super Sentai show, uh, Uchu Sentai Kyo Ranger. I think that's how it's pronounced. Drop this link in the chat right quick. Uh, and this shit looks crazy. It looks really weird. Uh, uh, predominantly black suits I'm always a fan of. I like what they do lots of black. Uh, not predominantly black, but a lot of black accents and stars and their uh, helmets and designs are overall based on constellations apparently hmm. which is kind of interesting uh, so each one of their little orb things they've got corresponds to the constellation that their robot and helmets are designed after and of course you can collect like you know I'm sure a million of those fucking orbs if you're so inclined uh, I heard I heard something about like billiards and pool. I, I only heard about it. I haven't seen any news about it because I haven't really looked very much. But like this being like, you know, like billiards, like pool balls, like that'd too. be amazing. So that'd that be fun. Be I mean, there are nine of them. There are nine so. of them. That's a good point. Hell, maybe it is. But the uh, the the core, the red one, is a uh, big lion, uh, and it, you, know, you can, I guess, throw any one of the ball things into the back of it, and it kind of flies around and. The limbs are interchangeable, which is kind of cool. I think we've—I don't ever remember seeing that in a Sentai mech, actually. When I think about it, limbs being interchangeable. Yeah. Um, like an arm or like, leg. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, there've been a lot of like limbs being interchangeable, but not, or yeah, like, like uh, arms being interchangeable, but not like arm and leg. I don't think. Yeah, like you know, like the same you know green one that I think is a mm-hmm. chameleon, which is kind of dope. Can yeah. be either an arm or a leg. That's really cool. <laughs> I love I love how all with the orbs on the the mech it looks like there's a bunch of stargates all over it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's neat looking. It's kind of cool. Um, kind of want to see. I need to see how all nine of them go together if they can. Because if they can't, yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I need to see. Give me give me nine of them crammed together and make it look like something cool. That's what I gotta see. <laughs> I need that in my life. I can't have just one robot. Are you kidding me? Fuck you. <laughs> I want them all together. Uh, and they're, they're, uh, the weapon thing is kind of cool. It's just uh, uh, the transformation device, I guess, is this brace around their arms. But depending on which one of the orbs you use in it, both the toy and then the show, affects the configuration of that thing as a weapon. Like, whether it becomes a bow or an axe or a rifle or a sword or whatever the fuck. And that's kind of cool that all that shit comes out of the same thing. Yeah. That's a pretty cool gimmick. And shocking, because you imagine wanted to sell you four of them, but they'll just sell you the one, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. It looks really neat. And it's... Very, very rare you see orange in these things. So it'd be kind of fun. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, the orange is different. It, it really stands out because you're just so not used to seeing it. Yeah, yeah they, did, only... they did an orange in Tokyuger. Mm-hmm. And hell, that might be it. I don't ever remember seeing orange beyond that. 
Mm, yeah, that's that was the first like true Orange Ranger. There was um, Decca Swan in Decca Ranger, which was the Cat Ranger in um, SPD, which had like orange in it. But there's not been like the uh, Sixth Ranger in Tokyo is the first true. Um, and the pink one has wings. Yeah. That's I've got a list cool. here of because there huh. are apparently the core team is red, blue, yellow, black, and green, and it's the uh, odd of, numbers. Yeah, and it's red is a lion, blue is a wolf, yellow is a swordfish, blacks an ox, and green's a chameleon. Dope. And then the secondary team is silver, gold, pink, and orange, which is silver is a snake, gold Libra, pink eagle, orange scorpion. And the pink suit has wings on it, like angel wings. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. I, I like. I wonder how they're gonna work the core and secondary. If it's like gonna be like a carrier kind of thing, where like they're just there and they come in and you know they kind of have their own team occasionally, kind of how like the Spirit Rangers slash Carrier uh, Violet were, or yeah. if it's gonna be like a second, like a full like. I think <laughs> like it'd be cool squad. to have like. Yeah, like a secondary team that's, you know, not that are affiliated, but not like maybe they're both trying to save the world or they're both trying to complete some goal and they're competing with each other or something. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to have two full teams, you know, acting almost independently of each other. Yeah. Or at least kind of like at odds with one another. Kind of yeah. like uh, kind of like what they're doing in uh Commander X-Aid, which mm-hmm. fucking segues nicely into some of the stuff they showed for that. They've got some... Uh, I've not seen the newest episode. I think it's out some places, but not where I get my Commander from, so I haven't seen it. But they showed this the the weird level 10 upgrade. What? Uh, which is from <laughs> Drago Knight Hunter, which is the the the, the gash hat they use. So, in Commander X-Aid, they put the little game thing in their belt, and like a little buddy thing pops out of it and hops on their back, and that's where they get the upgrade from. The level 10 upgrade is Hunter Gamer, uh, and that fucking thing is like a giant dragon that can become parts for all of the uh, like every rider gets part of the Hunter Dragon to do an upgrade, which is pretty cool. Up until now, they haven't done that, and then I guess X Aid can like take all of the parts to have like a super upgrade where he has like a dragon on his back with fucking wings and a giant horn on his head and god damn it looks ridiculously fun <laughs> like, and the, the so the, the pictures of the toys are out and the uh magazine scans kind of show what it's gonna look like it looks neat you guys because <laughs> that show is fun as hell yeah it is i need to catch back up man there was a bit me last week before were like three of them are on the screen at the same time. They're all changing at the same time, and there was just so much shit and just graphics flying around the screen. <laughs> it's like my god, like <laughs> they all have their individual unique sound effects going off. Like it was fucking bonkers. That shit was crazy. I love that they've got multiple like more than just two or three riders again. Like I love having just a just a shit ton of riders. Oh, and Kelly, there's a shot in that one link I sent with the magazine scans that shows uh, X-Aid with what looks to be like a ghost uh, gash hat, which probably comes from the movie. 
yes, you know, yeah, that I've movie with Tanahashi in it that's coming out that you're really excited about. Yeah, and then uh, at, there was, I also saw a picture of Ghost with the uh, the X Aid on. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. There's in the the new trailer that came out. You can at the end see them with their like armor that is reminiscent of each other. Oh shit! At I the end a, of I the that one up. And it's really exciting because at least for Common Rider Wizard and Common Rider Drive, their act, the actual actors are on. Like in the movie, so it's not just the suits; it's the right, actual right, right. actors. I did not see Gaim, uh untransformed, but at least the other two will be there, and I, I think that's exciting. Also, what we've seen from that trailer is Doctor Pac-Man will <laughs> not only appear in his giant Pac-Man form, <laughs> crunching, munching on things, but he also looks like a dude in a lab coat with a crazy evil Pac-Man mask on. There's just a lot to digest about how amazing that is. <laughs> that was my uh, Twitter avatar for a few days until I switched to my Christmas avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's the first I'm... time I saw that. I'm like, wait, is that fucking... <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, that it is. Dr. Pac-Man. I, I, there's part of me that kind of wants Adam Sandler and Kevin James to show up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, lastly, uh, for X-Aid... They dropped a picture today of what is his level 99 form, and it is expectedly insane. Uh, looks like his body grows into like a giant gash hat as an incubator, and it pops out in this enormous armor mech that looks kind of like those things Mega Man X rode around in. Like it's oh my <laughs> god, it does! It looks just like those things, or like um, with obviously with. You know, X8 crap all over it. Yeah, but, oh my but that's God. what it looks like. Yeah, that's awesome. And you kind of get a shot down there in the lower left, or lower right rather, with the the snipe and brave upgrades too for level 99. Which look pretty fucking dope. So they're they're going full out, and I'm I'm I like that they're skipping ahead so many levels. They're not you know doing one at a time. Yeah, oh, somebody I think someone in one of the threads I saw said, "Oh, this must be his final form." I go, "No." I'm not gonna do his final form this early on, you fucking moron! <laughs> like, no, he's gonna have so no. many other toys. Come on. No, it's 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 gonna be like the mid the mid season upgrade yeah. that they usually get around like episode like twenty five or yeah yeah like so, thirty. There's a lot more crazy shit to come out of this show, but yeah, that's straight up his Mega Man X Walker Mech thing, which is nuts. So fun. it reminds me of the watermelon arms from um, Gaim where um, they had just have uh, I'll try and find the picture it's literally just this like giant like stupid watermelon <laughs> like armor that it's like it's giant and it, it's so fucking dumb but it's so good but yeah oh, I love this I love this this stuff's so stupid it's so good yeah, so stupid and so fun. Nothing I like about this. Yeah. Big, big buckets of win. <laughs> Let's see what else I got. Anything else on the list here? Uh, that's about it, man. Uh, except for... What about that pow- the pow- issue of Power Rangers? Oh, shit, that oh, was the thing, yes. too. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Booms, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 9 came out. This past week. And it's funny, because I was just thinking to myself about how, like, you know, 
the longest story they ever told in that show was the five-part Green Ranger story, you know what I mean? And I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking to myself around the last issue, like issue eight, like, you know, I kind of need them to wrap this up and move on to, like, a different story. This is Eight issues is a long time for any one arc of anything, much less a format that has been shown and proven to, you know, take 19 to 22 minutes to resolve, <laughs> you know, so... But but it's been solid, but holy shit, that watermelon thing is nuts. <laughs> My god. But yeah. And like he'll he'll uh like fold back up into like a ball watermelon, like roll around in it. Of course he does. <laughs> but <laughs> But so I'm kinda having these thoughts about the the show and the, the, the book and it's it's a fine book. It looks really cool and, and, and you know, is obviously written with love. Like, you know, they give a shit about the source material and it's all very obvious, you know. And then they do the reveal at the end of this issue that the Black Dragon that they've been fighting for, you know, pretty much the whole series run up at this point, uh, is not a is not a guy, not a thing. It's a it's a basically a downsized Zord that can grow at will, and it's made of Dragon Zord parts. And when uh, Tommy and uh, Billy disappear at the end of the issue, Rita reaches out to the Black Dragon. He's revealed to be a seventh Power Ranger, like that they've not done anything they've not gone back to that will for that group like ever it's kind of wild and even more so his uniform is comprised of elements of tommy's various uniforms so so, like a mostly white jumpsuit with uh uh, white ranger kind of bands around the uh wrists and ankles and elements in the shield of both white and red and he's got a helmet shape kind of like his Nile Thunder helmet like it's fucking it, it, really good design like a really really effective design and what does it mean like it's one of those things it's like wow this is like never saw that coming didn't see that no. coming like Mm-mm. that could mean anything and that's fucking cool <laughs> you know that's pretty rad I love when they do shit like that no, that's great. Yeah, I'm very curious to see where they're going to go because I mean they it it makes it seem like it's going to be an alternate universe Tommy uh like on its face it could be because it kind of like the whole thing with there's a statue of that they show of Rita with the Green Ranger. Right. Right. Um in the issue. And so but like he's sitting on a throne that like almost looks like Zed's um but kind of like crumbling a little bit i'm very curious if it's going to be like this universe's version of zed uh not like this like the like an alternate universe version of zed i'll you know i just i really can't wait to see where they go from him here because and i hope that and i don't think it'll be just a quick like a one arc and this character's gone forever i really think that this is especially based off of an interview i feel like this is going to propel the book forward for the next you know a little while. Yeah, because uh, they're not doing anything the... fast. You know what I mean? Like, they're taking no. their time with this book in general. I yeah. didn't even realize until right now that it is Zed's throne. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. No, that's so, straight up Zed's throne. Interesting. I'm... I can't wait, because I... Re- like, they've, they've already... In the annual, they've already... Um, shown Zed yeah. in the annual. Yeah, like, his... Back- and a His pretty awesome. cool story too. Yes, that story is awesome. I love that story. That that's my favorite part of the annual, hands down. And 
I, I just loved it because it continues the world building of this and ties back to like the, they mentioned the Zeo crystal and you know all that stuff. But I think this is going to be very interesting going forward, and it it very clearly makes it. Like, this is, well, one, not in continuity with the show, which the book really, like, they used the beginning part of the show as continuity kind of for how they got here. But right, this yeah. was, you know, not ever going to be continuity with the show, which I, I'm fine with and I'm, I'm glad. But I like what they've been doing with the book in general because, like, the freaking command center's blown up. Alpha's blown up. Thank God he's still alive. I, ha- <laughs> I, have, I, ha- I have this weird just, like, soft spot for alpha like i like he, he reminds me of like one of my dogs like i don't know <laughs> and um but they're not you know kyle higgins isn't afraid to kind of play with the formula a little bit and it's not just you know monster shows up rangers fight monster monster goes big rangers you know fight the monster and the zords which i love for the show and everything but you know I want a little bit more, especially out of a comic book, because that doesn't really translate as well into a comic book. Because historically, the Power Ranger comic books have kind of been crap. Like, there haven't been a lot of good ones. Yeah, not really. If yeah. any. No. There have been, like, the ones in the 90s that were only good because, well, I remember them only being entertaining because I was young and dumb. <laughs> and the ones from, like, paper cuts and stuff in the past few years have been, like, awful. Like, absolutely awful. The art was horrible. The the writing was just it literally a th- like a three year old probably could have done better. <laughs> yeah, this stuff has so. all been really solid, and I did not expect to see a leap like this. Like no, and they're doing fun stuff though. Like you know, the, all of the Rangers having like green suits mm-hmm. in this issue was kind of fun, and they did the same thing in the the pink miniseries where they kind of spread the pink power over. A few of the other ones had these really cool new designs. Like they're doing fun stuff that's like in the world, so playing with the rules of the world that exist as we know them, but kind of doing fun things with them. Like the very loose, loose definition of whatever the fuck a morphing grid is. Like you know what? <laughs> yeah, you know what it does? It means they can all be green. That's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah, fine, yeah, they can all be green. Good point. Good point. I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a I'll allow, I'll allow it. <laughs> no, it's fuck it's really cool stuff, man. I really enjoyed it. It was great. Yeah, more less less of everything else, more of this. That's great. Yeah, le- legit mystery. Uh and real quick, last thing we'll touch on before we bounce out of here is a trailer that my brother uh forwarded to me from his website, uh, modernhorrors.com. Uh a trailer for Kadoku colon meets ball machine <laughs> and uh i don't know where to start kelly yeah <laughs> like, um, like you got the other thing because I don't, I don't know what the fuck to even begin with this nonsense just a lot of blood um it truly truly is a meatball machine take uh, take there, that as you will there is a, a bit where uh there is a uh, lady monster thing with uh, machine gun nipples on her boobs. That's uh, pretty sweet. Firing machine guns out at people. That's that's something you don't see every day. <laughs> nope. And there's apparently a sequel to a 2005 movie just simply called Meatball Machine. Uh, just 
there is no context given in this trailer for anything at all whatsoever. Like, none. It's just spatter, spatter, fucking <laughs> ripping in trails. Like, it's, it's absolutely fucking bonkers. But, uh, I really want to see it. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, it might my, my new favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, it starts with a woman. Does that woman that's at the beginning of it in that, like, weird hat, like, doing, like, the chalk line down the street, does she even come back throughout the rest of the, the trailer? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> it's a fair I, question. Like, it starts and then just completely goes, like, nuts. Yeah. As, as you want to do in Japan. But... Like, I'm very curious about her story now, because, like, they just completely... You spend the first, like, chunk of the trailer with her, and then you completely ignore her for the rest of the trailer. And so now, there's one part of you that says, okay, they can't possibly keep up this intensity throughout the whole movie. So this is oh, obviously... How this wrong m- you are. This mu- Yeah, this must be, like, the best parts of it. But no, 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 no. Then that part, of the, that part kicks in, Kelly, where you go... No, I'll bet this is the whole movie. <laughs> I have a feeling this might even be the tame stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a shot in the trailer of like a crazy like guar-looking dude riding a dirt bike with a naked woman like holding on to his bag like for dear life as they tear down the city streets. One dude oh, yeah. has a machine on his arm that allows him to throw small robotic fists at his enemies as far as I can tell. If that's what's happening there, like, there's a lot going on. I will happily uh, embed the trailer for this in the the post for the show as well because we're failing with our words because words... Because you can't accurately describe it. Like, I can't imagine what the screenplay for this looked like. Yeah. I, it looks like a it looks like a phone book. <laughs> this script like an eighty nine minute movie. There's a guy like the guy that's walking down the street with like the other there are like four people walking down the street together and he's just got a stool that he's like carrying as a weapon. I didn't even realize realize that in the first time I watched the trailer. Yeah, it's like Japanese guar the movie. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking in, you guys. <laughs> like, I am fucking into this. So yeah, yes, please, more of that. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna watch that. Symposium uh, called it a blood-drenched riot, which I think is the most accurate depiction of anything in the history of the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I am fucking in. But, yeah, but I also I don't know I don't know I don't know if it's. If it's a sequel, in as much as I kind of need to see Meatball Machine to get it. Who knows? Like, <laughs> I think you're going to be okay. Probably. Probably. Probably to put it all there on Front Street if I had to guess. Uh, absolutely insane. Absolutely nuts. But yeah. Anything else you want to touch on before we get the hell out of here? Um, I watched on Kiss Asian the first of the two... Assassina- assassination classroom movies. Okay. That is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I had... See, oh, obviously, I've seen the manga 
working at the comic shop like I do. And I've watched the first episode of the anime, and I was I realized watching the anime that it's an interesting enough concept, but I don't need to wa- read the manga. I can just watch the anime. But then I remembered there are these movies, and I heard it was pretty insane. So I checked it out, and uh, sure enough, it's pretty insane. And what is it? Assassination Classroom. So the okay. concept is there's this being, I think he's an alien, but you're not quite sure who blows a hole in the moon, like clear through the moon, okay, and then appears on Earth, and he makes this weird declaration that he's going to destroy the Earth in a year, but he cra- he makes this deal with the various governments of the world that he gets to be a school teacher for a year. And if one of his students is able to kill him, he won't destroy Earth. Wait, what? Yeah. And also, mind you, he's he, he looks like a big yellow smiley face with weird tentacles for a body. Do his students know that he's this alien? Yes. Because he just looks like a big yellow smiley face. <laughs> oh, so it doesn't like, and, look like a dude when he's teaching math. He looks no. like... Oh, and, okay. Like, the first day of that school year they're introduced by to uh to him with like this government dude who explains the whole deal and gives them these special knives and guns that fire these plastic like bb rounds that are made of material that will that hurts him like normal bullets don't do anything but this material hurts him <laughs> but and like also, he's, he's really susceptible s- to airsoft rounds yeah and also he's super strong and super fast so like at roll call, they're just trying to light him up with bullets, and he's dodging every single one. <laughs> you said your bitch ass is down and learn some history. Yeah. And so, like, in in between teaching them how to, like, just live their lives and do normal school things, he's also, you know, teaching them how to kill him. It's a very, very strange movie, and I watched the first two, first of the two, and I'm really excited to get to the second one. I just have not had the chance yet. And one more time, Assassination Class? Assassination Classroom. Yeah, uh, there's a character who was brought in to be, like, she was going to be a student, and really she was, like, this crazy... Uh, hitman that the government hired and she was just dispatched immediately and then became like a teaching aide and uh, her name is Miss Bitch <laughs> it's it's something I I really like it it's just the right amount of in- crazy holy shit this has got just like the the poster is this crazy smiley face with these tiny little beady eyes with a graduation cap on. Yeah, and he just wears that graduation cap the whole time. That's just his his look. Oh, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an incredible movie. Well, my wife has uh, plans with her friends on Friday. I know what the fuck I'm watching Friday, because <laughs> holy shit, that's amazing. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. No <laughs> that is a solid recommendation, sir. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the second one. And I also need to watch on Kiss Asian. I didn't know this existed until very recently. Uh, Takashi Miike 
of such films as The Audition and Ichi the Killer. Oh, yeah. Uh, he did a adaptation of <laughs> the Ace Attorney franchise of video games. What? Yeah. I was not aware of that until very recently, so I will definitely be watching that in the near future. Like, fucking Phoenix, right? Ace Attorney? Yup. Okay. Yeah. Dude that did 13 Assassins and the audition. Yup, doing Ace Attorney movie. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Alright. Yeah. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. That incredible. Like yeah. Alright, I'm gonna watch the shit out of that. That's amazing. Yes. Yes, I'm organizing organizing my Pokemon boxes currently because I'm realizing I'll soon run out of space with all the shit I'm catching. So I'm getting making sh- making sure I have a bunch of shit to get rid of soon. The hard knock life, homie. Hard knock life. Yep. Because I can always I can always catch another Caterpie if well, I ever yeah. need one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh yeah. So on that note, let's uh, wrap this up because that's that's amazing. That is absolutely incredible. Love that. All right. Oh, it blew a hole right through the goddamn moon. Look at that. <laughs> okay, I can't watch this tonight. I can't watch this tonight. It's too late. It'll be 1 o'clock in the goddamn morning before it's over with. Can't do that. <laughs> Gotta edit the show. Gotta post the show. Got important things to do, Kelly. You can't be watching your murder alien smiley face movie tonight. Jesus. <laughs> and the weird thing is, by the end, you grow so attached to this alien <laughs> that wants to murder everyone. Oh, that's incredible. I'm so excited. So excited. All right. Yeah, okay, so we're going to probably do this again. Um, we're going to try to make it a monthly thing. Uh, we'll set up, be a dedicated show. I'll set up new artwork, new server, uh, new stream, all that shit uh, for the podcast. So uh, we'll keep you posted on the pop on the podcast and the Twitter feeds and whatnot. Uh, you can follow me. Uh, I'm at Leon Pages. Uh, Kelly's Comic Geek Kelly. And uh, I act up on the Twitter, John Michael, not very much, right? Kind of sort of. I want to be more. I just haven't been. But it's at uh, at Alpha underscore Circuit. I I was at Batman twenty five JM for like years and years and years, but got tired of it because I made it when I made that name up when I was very young. I got and you. Wait, we that's a reinvention, sir. Sir. Yeah. Deal. So I. I I couldn't think of a name, and so I took Alpha from Power Rangers uh, and Circuit from Power Rangers Time Force, and I put them together, and so my like creativity it. has only uh, gone up slightly in my advanced age, but, you know. I saw somebody retweet something uh, a few months back. It was just something to the effect of, good luck getting a screen name, Next Generation. <laughs> 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 we have them all. <laughs> Stupid kids. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, email uh, right now. Email us the regular address: popcast at penaldonpage.com. I'll leave us a voicemail: six one six nine five one one pop. I'm gonna throw in uh, to the post the that um a Megazord picture, that Megazord that should have been, uh, and the trailer for this insane uh, Kudoku Meatball Machine movie. Cause holy shit, you gotta watch it. Like we didn't we didn't do it justice because you can't with mere mortal words. No, you can't. No, you got you got to experience the Kodoku meatball machine. So yeah, but uh, we'll uh, we'll keep posted uh, on the main show about when we're gonna do more of these and uh, you know, make it a thing because this shit's fun. And you know, I'm sure Nice and Jose 
are tired of hearing us ramble on about this bullshit. So <laughs> keep it over here. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? Fuck it. If I'm listening to my asshole talk about football, they can listen to this once in a while. That's fine. <laughs> Coming soon, the Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, but yeah, so uh, for Kelly Harris and John Michael Dugan, uh, I am the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll have to you guys next week. We'll, we, we will be back live um, next week with uh, the boys the 11th hour, and I believe, God's help us, I think we're watching Space Jam. Oh shit. Fucking Space Jam. So, I am not looking forward to it, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. <laughs> Make of that what you will. I feel like it's going to be... An hour and a half, two hours, however long that movie is. I can't remember. It's entirely too going, long. I'll tell you that. Saying, "Oh man, this is this is worse than I remember." <laughs> I, my hope is that by the end of it, fucking Jose comes around and also agrees <laughs> that it's bullshit. That's all I want. I want. I want a heel turn, Jose, on Space Jam. <laughs> See, I I don't have any opinions on the movie Space Jam as of this time i've seen it but it's been so long i don't remember like anything about it right 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 i the the main thing i remember is bugs coming to michael jordan for help and just the way he asked him for help is the only thing that's stuck with me other than the warm fuzzy feeling that i get like from thinking about it because i loved it as a kid but i don't know if i ever want to watch it again because i don't need to dash those like memories of it being you know a semi-good movie because you know again young and dumb i remember being a young lad and thinking to myself are they trying to make you want to fuck this rabbit is that what's happening (laughs) is that what they're trying to do here (laughs) and there's a generation of people that say yes yeah you know what whether or not they were trying they succeeded with me (laughs) oh oh Oh, it's nuts but right yeah we'll talk to you guys next week we'll be back with the boys uh we'll do our thing um I know where the fuck they are right now. I think that. No, I realized in... that earlier this afternoon where I was like, I don't even know where they are. Yeah, I literally don't know where in the world two of my dearest friends are. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I have no idea where they are right now. I'm glad I'm not the only one then. All right. <laughs> no, don't feel bad. I mean, if you want to feel bad, I, I feel just as bad. I don't know where the fuck they are. <laughs> Who knows? I think that text Mary, he'd be like, hey. Where's our boys? <laughs> Do we know that they're okay? <laughs> that that wouldn't be unsettling at all to just get a text that says, "Where's your husband?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are they in a country with internet? <laughs> that, the answer may very well be no. Oh God! All right. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, love you. Night. Bye.
wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.